Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Something Super Spiritual. I am your host, Jeffrey Peck, and today's show is actually the audio from the live stream this last Friday on June 23rd on YouTube. Joining me in this episode are Jason Tempinski and Susan Inspired, and we are discussing the recent shifts that we as a collective experienced over the weekend over June 17th and 18th. We've been hearing about the ascension or the collective spiritual awakening for decades, right? In the 60s, they sang about the age of Aquarius, the age of spiritual enlightenment. And over this last weekend, our planet experienced a blast of electromagnetic energy that pretty much lit us up like a huge Christmas tree. And for those of you who may not have heard, the Schumann Resonance is a graph that measures these frequencies and what happened over that weekend was so big that it trended on Twitter and TikTok for days. Many people experienced dizziness or um, feeling off kilter. Uh, there was a collective awareness, I guess I should say, that we really couldn't put our fingers on unless you were really connected in with the Schumann resonance, the graph that actually measures these differences in frequencies. And synchronistically, as we're able to see these frequencies hit the earth, it also increases our own personal awareness, our spiritual awareness, our collective awareness, our expansion. And it's really, really fascinating. Susan is an expert with the Schumann resonance. Jason is a QHHT practitioner. That's quantum healing hypnosis technique. And the experience that he had the day after this all happened within a session with a client where deep under hypnosis, this client started talking about the Schumann resonance and everything that was happening. Combined with the synchronicity that, sh that Susan put out the day before talking about this graph, we all just like came together in this really special connection and had this really great conversation about this. So we've been receiving some really great feedback over YouTube through our direct message and email, the three of us. So again, thank you very much for being here and please enjoy. Hey there, thank you so much for listening to Something Super Spiritual. My name is Jeffrey Peck, and I am a psychic medium. If you are seeking conversation with loved ones on the other side, or discussion about spirituality, life after life, and anything in between, join me as we discuss all things spirit. We are collectively experiencing a spiritual awakening right now and recognizing that we are much, much more than we once believed. We don't die and life doesn't end. We are eternal spiritual beings living in this crazy 3D virtual world of existence. Let's talk about it. Yay! Hi, everybody. Hi there. Hello. Hi there, everybody. Welcome to Something Super Spiritual, our, our, our second episode. And this is a really fun episode to have because of all the amazing celestial events that are happening this week. The synchronicities have been amazing. And that leads me to my two guests that we have here this weekend. I have with me Jason Tempinski, who most of you might know through Kevin's show. He's a quantum healing hypnosis <clears throat> practitioner with some amazing experiences to share. And I also have a good friend of mine, Susan Inspired. Susan is an energy intuitive. She's super wide open and she can see energy and she can talk about it all. And I'm so happy to have you two here. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you. So Susan, why don't you introduce yourself quickly, just to say a little bit of blurb about yourself. Where are you from and what are you doing with your spiritual work? <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. It's so great to be here with you and Jason. I you know, grew up on the East Coast. Now I live on the West Coast. And I was in a corporate job, but I had an awakening and became super spiritual. <laughs> yeah. So 
I, you know, it turns out that I have a talent for seeing energy in the non-physical. And so, you know, whether I do one-on-one sessions or just working other ways, I am able to clairvoyantly see energy. I do videos on the Schumann resonance and on human energy and on my YouTube and Rumble Susan Inspired. (laughs) Yeah, you do. You guys, Susan has her own YouTube channel at Susan Inspired. And she is a real whiz when it comes to the Schumann resonance and energy and reading the charts and being able to pick apart what it all means, A, from a scientific perspective, but also synchronistically dialing it in to the human collective consciousness and the rising of the vibrations and the ascension that we've all been hearing about, the age of Aquarius, you know, from the 60s. They sang about that song for a reason, right? <laughs> and and here we are. And I was just so happy to have you here to help us understand this a little bit more. Thank you, Jim. And Jason, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself, please? I am Jason Tempinski. I'm at the moment primarily a QHHC practitioner, the quantum healing hypnosis based on the work of Dolores Cannon. And it's kind of a spiritual hypnosis that goes deep into meeting with your spirit team, higher self, lifetimes, incredible healing, physical healing is also possible. So that's my, my primary love. And I do some other things on the side. We do, everybody. Jason did the video introduction to this, that beautiful video. That was Jason's work. And I know he, he did the work for, for Kevin as well. And and yeah, thank you for that as well. Absolutely. So this brings us to why we're here this week. And I don't know how many of you had seen on social media. It was trending on Twitter. It was trending on TikTok. The Schumann Resonance did something this last weekend. And like, I don't know that much about the Schumann Resonance. I've heard about it for years, right? I've heard about it for years. And I know that it's a measurement of frequency. So from my layperson's perspective, if somebody asked me, what is the Schumann Resonance, Jeff? I would say, well, I'm glad you asked. It is, <laughs> I would say, it is a measurement of, I would say, like, like the electromagnetic protons or whatever coming from the sun or the center of the universe or the center of the galaxy, hitting us in a way where our planet and the poles are like, the measurement shows it in a graph where it lights up in white or green or blue. And now what that means, I couldn't get it any farther than that. So Susan, how did I do? How was that? How was that? <laughs> A plus. <laughs> oh, good. So yeah, why don't you help us out with this? Well, the you're in resonance. Sure. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's, it's an electromagnetic energy, but what does that even mean? You know, we don't realize it, but we are not just we're physical beings, but we're energy beings also. And we are electromagnetic beings. Every one of the organs emits an electromagnetic energy. The electromagnetic field from the heart is the largest field in the body. So we actually emit an electromagnetic energy and we emit brain waves from zero to 40 hertz. And that just happens to also be the range of the Schumann resonance. So these are energies that are non-physical and they're basically, they're in the air all around us. Some of it is from us, you know, and some of it is, as you said, from other sources. <laughs> so when, when we are experiencing the earth, I say the, the, the earth slash we as a collective community, a collective consciousness, when there are higher readings of these measurements, what does that mean for the earth, for us? Mm. It's, it's so interesting. So in the non-physical, in that range, right, that mirrors human brain waves, there are four resonances. There's there's really actually six or eight, but four is what's tracked on the Schumann Space Observing System Institute on the Institute there on their Schumann graphs. And so actually one of the main resonances of those four 
is at the natural frequency of the planet. And that's always usually lit up in a green line of some sort. And so as the data, right, as the numbers pop up or come down, in my view, it does tell us something about our human experience. Like, for example, you can, I feel that you can look at the different resonance ranges as reflecting aspects of our experience, like a, like a non-physical map of our experience. Sure. And so if a quality rises in the part that r- relates with, you know, the human experience or the experience of the shadow, then I feel that it means those energies are up for us. And it's interesting because actual events have coordinated like with those readings, human events. So it's, it's really quite a fascinating study. Interesting. Do you know any events off the top of your head that you could <laughs> point at? Well, yeah, a lady that, that I know, Sandra Walter, she would announce star, you know, gateways of energy for the planet and going back, you know, going back over the years. Well, she would, whenever one of her gateways that she would call was announced, there would always be a big, ebullient sort of show of light. Well, an article came out on a pub, on a popular lightworker blog that said, oh, the lightworkers are wrong about the human resonance and it's not doing this or that, it's doing some other thing. And all the lightworkers kind of went, <laughs> and at the next gateway, there was not a big show of light. However, a global event happened two or three weeks later that brought out, an, it was the Ariana, Ariana Grande concert where many people were hurt and it brought out this huge compassion from everyone because the news went around the world and sure enough, the gateway happened and you could see the light again on the chart. Oh, <laughs> that's so amazing. That gave me chills when you said that. I felt it too. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there are many instances like this that we could talk about. Yeah. yeah. It's just fascinating. And you know, the work that I do as a medium, the, it's, it's evidential. You know, I bring through evidence from people from the other side to show loved ones that they're still here, right? Information that, that I, as the medium, would never know, right? And I love this aspect about the work you do because there's this evidence in this data that is showing this measurement of this energy, right? And I, then yeah. corresponding at the same time with these global events, whatever they might be, right? It's just really, it's really awesome. It's it's so neat because it also corresponds with our personal experience. Like, I don't know how many of of, of you in the audience or, or Jeff or Jason, you know, I don't know how many of you just felt like completely detached from time last week, but, but I did. And I was feeling, it was feeling hard to get centered. And then we had this strange reading on the Schumann graph over two days and a ton of other events happened. Saturn went retrograde, big global news on different things. And, and it's interesting that this sort of detachment from time occurred with Saturn retrograde and then these extraordinary readings on the Schumann. So we get a personal experience too, right? As you were, as you were indicating. Yeah. 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 And, and last weekend, you guys, so last weekend, what brings this all about today, <clears throat> last weekend, the Schumann resonance went off the charts and there was an experience that, that the three of us had together. Now, Jason was already scheduled to join me today, right? We were going to talk about his work with the quantum healing and, and hypnosis and all of that, which is just miraculous in itself. And then this, this event happened last weekend, and I just happened to catch a few blurbs on the social media about Schumann resonance, Schumann resonance. And I thought, oh, well, that's interesting. And then last, I think it was Sunday, Susan, where you had a live where you were talking about this event and the how huge it was graphically in the measurements and everything and talking about it. And I thought, oh, this is really fascinating. And then the next day, Jason, you had posted about your experience synchronistically with respect to the Schumann resonance and 
how you experienced and how it came into your world mm -hmm. through through a through a session, right? Right. So talk a little bit about what happened with you last weekend, and then we'll we'll marry it all together. <laughs> I you know the funny thing was is I was aware of the you know the charts because it I mean a lot of actually all of my Facebook feed is people who work in QHHT and spiritual and everything else. So everything was about the the resonance, but I, I, I really didn't pay that much attention. And then the next day I ended up having a client who on Sunday night was in the ER. He had this unexplainable blood sugar that was over 500. So he technically should have been in a coma. The doctors didn't know what was going on with his blood. They'd tested him like three times and they said that, it, that he shouldn't be functioning normally, quote unquote, with the, the results that were coming through. And they actually kept sending it back because they thought that the blood was tainted or there was something going on with just the handling. He came to see me ma mainly because the part of the QHHT, a big part of that is our physical symptoms and the things that we experience, our messages from our guides. And he had that understanding. So he, he was just like, I need to know <laughs> what's going on, why I spent seven hours in the ER and no one knew what was going on. And so at the point when I, I was communicating with his higher self and I asked, well, I said, you probably are aware that he was in the ER last night. What was the, why, why did that happen? The very first thing that and I say they because it's usually a collective of energies that are your higher self. Instead, it was the resonance. And it took me off guard because I knew what was going on, but just then for it to be the very first thing that came out about that. And it, it just, I asked them to explain, and they said that, you know, it is the you know, probably the largest event moving towards ascension or transcension is what they use. And that, for example, he's highly empathic, which he, he kind of had the inkling before, but now he knows 100% that that's the case. But it said that, or they, his higher self said that the resonance was such that it was activating a lot of people's abilities, empaths are being highly affected just because of the influx of all the energies and the changes. So part of what happened with him, he had the lightheadedness and everything like that was due to being off kilter with the empathic side of himself. And they also mentioned that, you know, it was partially his eating habit, his diet, but they said that this was a wake up call for a lot of people, not just him, who would be experiencing these sudden, you know, you know, potentially life-threatening scenarios, but it was part of a wake up call to say, this is the time that we need to start taking care of our bodies, eating lighter, eating healthier foods, because we're going to be coming, becoming more lighter and more energetic. We're not going to be as physical. So it was shocking. He had no yeah. knowledge of the resonance or even what that, you know, <laughs> it was just, it, he had no knowledge of it. So the very fact that he brought it up and was, well, his higher self brought it up and was discussing it was pretty extraordinary it's incredible uh, i mean it is it is absolutely incredible i loved it i mean for me it was a confirmation mm. you know it was it was wonderful yeah it was so interesting because you know it was then i saw the two sides like oh this came you know this is one chart from one area and this is another chart from another area and people are trying to deflate it and you know i don't really get into that dialogue so just to have it just kind of land in my lap. <laughs> yeah, this is real. This is happening. And this is what's going how it's going to affect all of you during during this time. So you know what you what you said there, Jason, the personal experience to me, that's really what I want to hear about from people. And you know, that has the most meaning to me. And so I just, I try to stay focused in that for myself, and then with others, you know, because that's real. That's what's real. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. It, it, I think the essential aspect that hasn't been recognized enough is the earth is a living conscious entity and planets mm -hmm. are living conscious entities. So this, this change is not just about us, but it is the earth. It is Gaia that's going through this transition 
because in the big, bigger scheme of things, we've gone through many resets on the earth, floods, whatever else. And ultimately, from a higher perspective, they didn't want to do that again. So this is kind of the alternative route where instead of it being, you know, starting over again in 3D, the entire planet is going to be or is in the process of shifting. So it's so amazing. It's so amazing. I like Susan that you pointed out that what's important to you is is our own personal experiences because yeah, that is that is where reality is within our own experiences, right? Yes. And, and to have experienced last weekend the way that it happened, you know, just catching little blurbs here and there, noticing it on the peripheral, and then just act, I, I accidentally, I use that in quotes, catching your live last Sunday, and then seeing your post, Jason, on Monday about that amazing experience where all of this information is coming out from somebody under deep hypnosis. <laughs> and it's confirming the, the totally. whole thing. And, and someone who has no prior knowledge of it. Yeah. Whatsoever. And then, okay, so that that in itself was enough for me to go, wow, let's all get together and talk about this. But then what I hadn't realized, I was talking to my partner, Evan, about this, and, and he's like, yeah, that's all over TikTok. Like, it's been all over TikTok for days. <laughs> you know, people talking about their experiences with what happened last weekend. Mm. It was, I'm just going to add a little part of the story that Jeff and Jeff, you, you texted me. I mean, I, I don't know if it was around when the live, when the live was on Sunday, but you texted me and we were texting and then you shared Jason's story. I guess that must've been the next day. And I said, Ooh, could I share that? And then you got us together and it was so great. Just, I've never done interviews before. I never done, <laughs> I've never done a guest show before. And yeah you know, I had Jason on, on my channel because of you. And then now we're here, which I'm so grateful for. Mm -hmm. And the energy, it just flowed so beautifully. And being in the flow like that, I think mm -hmm. is, I think it's a part of that higher dimensional experience, that 5d plus experience where you're following, essentially you're living the impulses of spirit of your own soul of the divinity within. And it connects us in ways that if we just went with our mental, you know, our human only sort of energy, it would be, it would be different, but it just flows mm -hmm. so beautifully this way. Mm -hmm. Totally. Uh, talk a little bit more, if you would, about the 5d in case there might be anybody here that might, might be the first time they're hearing about, it, or maybe they've heard about it and don't quite understand it, but this is the, fifth dimension from what I, oh, so let me give you the layperson. So it's like, if somebody <laughs> came to me and asked me this question, <laughs> I would say, oh, well, thank you for asking. I'm so glad you asked that. So I would tell them that we are, as a collective, rising our vibrations, rising our frequencies to the point of moving from 3D to 5D. 5D is all about the heart energy. 5D with the heart energy, we are in a place collectively where we recognize each other in ourselves and we see each other for who we are without judgment, without fear. There's this place of true connectedness within 5D. So that's that's my lay person. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so so yeah, talk a little bit about that, Susan. Well, I see five 5D how I would how I would describe it as as a state of wholeness. So our normal experience of being human and alive, you know, is 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 usually that we have an environment energetically of polarities of duality. So things are good and bad. They're you know they're one mm -hmm. spectrum of or the other, dark and light, and etc. And then what, what we're invited to do throughout our lives is take a position in the polarity choices, right? No matter what the topic is. And that's an interesting experience because then we get to experience the contrast of someone having a different opinion, someone living differently, someone asserting, you know, the opposite of what we, the a polarity, two polarities are essentially opposites. And so 
in 5D, in my view, it's all in a state of wholeness. And then from that state, how do I live like that? Well, first I connect with the divinity within, which in my view, that connection, the primary connection is in the physical heart. Yep. But it's a soul connection. It's a divine connection is how I would describe it. And then it's it's a very interesting experience because now rather than being in a point of polarity, I'm in a point of essentially like essentially love, like, okay, you know, you have a different opinion. You're voicing something different, but I'm okay with that. You be you, you know, be you and I'll be me and let's love, honor and respect each other as, as we are. Right. And, 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 and they're still setting boundaries though. You know, you mentioned the sort of the idea of unity, I would say. Mm-hmm. And, and I agree that we're all, you know, they're at a, at higher levels. We're unified, right? We we're from soul or from cre- the creator, but, but we're having a human experience where we are individuated. Now, how do you combine those things? How do you combine being an, individu- an individual and living your life with experiencing a state of wholeness, love and acceptance, Right energetically so now we're taking it up to a new level of experience and you know there's people who talk about bifurcation or separation of worlds and this sort of thing and i think that's an interesting way to look at it but here's another way to look at it is that we are the whole spectrum because in the yin yang of experience darkness and light are equally balanced right they're balanced and so the people who end up being a contrast for us even if that's a challenge to us if we're willing to do the work of the spiritual warrior and look within and say, okay, wait, this isn't about the other person. What's going on for me? What am I projecting? What was my experience? Where do I have trauma? How can I self heal? Right? Well, that person is essentially at a higher soul level, assisting me in my ascension process or my spiritual awakening. And that's a, that's an interesting way to look at things. We bless each other that way. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. Well, you know, at the end of the day, we're all walking each other home. <laughs> yeah. You know? So, yeah. so some of us are scratching and fighting a little on the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then we can go, wait, what was that about? And then look within, right? Turn within. And I see that. I see these things on the Schumann. You know, I, I feel that the resonance represent the divine, mm-hmm. represent the human ex- physical experience, represent, you know, the the heavier experiences emotionally of the shadow and even the forces of darkness. And then represent the non-physical human experience, the astral, the fourth dimension, our dream time, our thoughts and emotions. And so then you get to track all of these things moving, powering up or powering down. And then, you know, we we have our personal experience within all of that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. So what happened last weekend? A lot of people, well, Jason, you had mentioned it too, that your client was feeling off kilter, was feeling dizzy or or fuzzy or whatever. Susan, you mentioned the same thing that collectively people probably would be feeling this fuzzy and and dizziness. Is that is that the is that the the frequencies with which we're being bombarded? Is that what's happening? It's interesting. I, I think I think some of it is is local as well as group, right? Because we're we're having specific experiences. I mean, I mean, so you know, just as an example, <laughs> there was a you know a high level environment, a high level visit to the West Coast, right? By by Biden this weekend, oh, fascinatingly yeah. at the same time. It and, it, and it's so fascinating because I've got to tell you something. The energy was so intense, right? In the local area, it was off the hook. I mean, from my perspective, and then add to that all of what's going on generally around the world. I, you know, I, I did a, <clears throat> a video this morning after doing some research to try to understand these strange patterns that were on the Schumann this weekend. And it's interesting because there is a link between Earth's magnetism, heat, potentially, the Schumann resonance, 
and there's some scientific data that that links these things. So, you know, back to your point about the planet is involved here. And then and we're if you think about we're one with the planet, I mean, we are I like to think of it that we are the living planet, like we are part of the living planet. This body is made from the earth. All the nutrients and material that created this body is of the earth. Right. And uh, yeah, so so it, and it was wonderful for for me to have the experience, Jason, of having your confirmation with your client linking the human with essentially not not just the earth, but the living human right? Experiencing energy day to day. And it's interesting when you said that the guides said that the person's non-physical abilities, whether that's the clairs or mediumship or whatever, are turning on because the, the white resonance frequency range hit highs this in the past two months, it hit 8.8, which I've never seen that before. I don't have access to the full database, but you know, it was, it was something I talked about because it was marked and unusual. And to me, what that says is that it, we are expanding our experience, right? And then we need, we need help in the, in the physical to understand, okay, now what does that mean? How do we physically deal with it as well as energetically? Wow. And it seems like the, the QHHT session that seems to, I don't know if you want to talk a little bit more about that, but I didn't quite understand how, how does that, how do you, I'm interested to know, how does, how does that end up supplying tools for your clients to work with and use? I mean, the first, the first aspect that, I mean, it originally started Dolores when Dolores was doing it, it started as just purely past life regression. But the thing about her work is that just as all of us who do the pressing and everything else, the information she was given supplied with was kind of scaffolded in a way. So it was basically because I mean, she even talks about in her books that it was, you know, you wouldn't send a baby to college. So <clears throat> initially, everything was past life experiences, but QHHT is different in that you know, there are regressionists, but with QHHT, you go in with an intention that's set. So the the saying is that this lifetime is the most important life of all. So accessing or the very act of accessing past lives is in order to help you in the present lifetime. So it's not just like some people do experience the field trip type regression. I see a lot of clients have that at the experience and it's just like, okay, that's great. But what do I do with that? Your higher self, your spirit team is the one that actually takes you to a specific lifetime to experience firsthand. So the client is there 100% experiencing everything that's happening to them. And the tools and the message that comes through the session sometimes is, is readily apparent to me as a practitioner because I'm there experiencing it with them. But it's after the fact that you go through the death, you have them look back at their lifetime, you know, what was your lesson? What was your purpose? And then after that, we, we, you know, ask that, that lifetime to recede. And then we call in by yourself and it is, you know, respectful process. It's amazing. The energy just goes, whew. but part of the process is what, why of all the lifetimes that she has ever lived or he has ever lived, why did you show the specific lifetime to this person? And sometimes it's actually shocking, like, oh, okay. Especially when a lifetime is horrible, 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 when the death is horrible, horrible, horrible. And then the higher self comes through and says, she learned the value and the meaning of true love, what it means to love someone else and to be loved in return. Oh. So in retrospect, it makes sense. But, you know, even as experiencing with a person, which I've experienced some of those where it's just so sad. It's almost like it's teaching us. It's like, even when we don't get it, even when we don't know, you know, our bigger plan and what we've laid out for ourselves, there is, there is a lesson for us to learn. So that's kind of how it works. So, but I will say it is like, at least with my practice, it's, 
not like how Dolores was back then, because we are advancing collectively. Our awareness is expanding collectively. Our abilities are being flipped on if they haven't been already there since birth. We all have these abilities. They were turned off, which is a long story for specific reasons, but they are being turned back on because we're in a path that has to do with we are we are living more compassionately, whereas in the past with abilities that were full force, mm-hmm. that, all that went wrong. So the 5D in that sense, I guess from the QHH higher self perspective is it's our building our awareness of ourselves as multiple incarnations and that we are, you know, we have galactic connections and we are, we do all have abilities and nothing is off limits to us. It's just our collective belief systems and everything else. So, and that's also time is an illusion. We've created it in the 3d reality. So I, I can't help but think with the people who it feels like everything was put on pause or time was warped or whatever else. I, I mean, Ultimately, part of the 5D is they're, you know, outside of time. So there's just so much. (laughs) There is so much. So much to talk about. But even with that client that I had, they said, because I, you know, I was going down saying, what else, what else, what else with this resonance? They said that even though it hasn't been the case, he would start seeing spirit. Uh, I have been in communication with him since, and he's been seeing spirit. He is. Yes. (laughs) Oh, I love this. Even he told me, and part of it was, was when he was in the hospital, he said that he looked to the side and he saw a face. And then it just kind of disappeared. And he thought, okay, this maybe it's just because I'm doing so well. And I asked about it in the session. I said, he saw so he saw, he told me he saw a face last night in the hospital. And they said, yes, that was his mother. She's with him all the time. Wow. So, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. That is just further confirmation, mm-hmm. you know, that, uh, yeah, the reality it, it's, there is not what we once chose to believe, <laughs> you know, it's just so much more. And we are so much more Mm -hmm. and we are so much more together. So when you talk about this harmony and, and living whole from the 5d, yeah, it's just beautiful. It's just beautiful. And to connect with what Susan said, I mean, her description of the 5d is all the information that comes through sessions. It's there is no good or bad choices. There is no good or bad lives. There is no right or wrong. As long as, you know, we learn from it, you know, there will always be darkness. Although, you know, we've misinterpreted that to mean evil. It's, it's balance. It's, it's the harmony that Susan was talking about. So these messages that are coming through are 5d messages, essentially that always come through. It's interesting because, you know, I, I very much resonated with the client stories you were just sharing, Jason, and in in working with people who've had you know pretty big trauma one of the most healing approaches so what i do is i work from my energy tool sets of understanding the the physics of the non-physical from the human perspective in the human body and so so one of the most healing elements and it it takes a while to get to this. So usually when people come to me, they've been doing work for a while, but when you can finally see the other person's side, okay, whether it's good, bad, indifferent, and the other person's side could just be that they were, they were greedy or, you know, they wanted some level of power. But then when you look, I'm talking about if there's a perpetrator, for example, but then when you look further and you see, oh my gosh, that person had abuse and then the family line had this or that. And when the mind can start to understand, you know, it doesn't make it better, but yet it, the mind 
becomes able to relax and so and say, okay, now I can see the greater pattern. And in fact, even though this was horrible abuse, you know, the the perpetrator, their life was off the hook related yeah. to that. And this these levels of understanding, they don't excuse behavior, but they bring a compassion in a state of wholeness that helps us all heal, right? Exactly. That helps us heal. And we, we, we still, we set boundaries in our physical life. Abuse isn't okay. Harm is not okay. You know, but inten- intentional acts like that are not okay. But, but, but when dealing with healing, seeing the fullness of the whole picture, and then you could even go back to the past lives where, uh-oh, in the past life, I did this, you know, then that's where it really gets interesting. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what Jason experiences so often in his sessions. Yeah. And, and I find it so fascinating how all of this is so tied together. I mean, in, in one way, shape or form, it is all connected. And, and I say that because within my own practice, within my own mediumship, I receive a lot of trauma. I receive a lot of people who experienced trauma, whether it's, you know, horrible abuse, whether it's physical, emotional, mental, sexual horrible, right? And here's the person on the other side who is stepping forward so carefully, knowing that it's, it's again, I, in the way that I describe it, it feels like this person in spirit needs permission to step forward. So I, as I'm verbalizing this and the person is like, oh yeah, and I'm, I'm telling them, this is, this is your mother. This, I know this is your mother and this is what she's making me feel. And, and they're nodding. I always give somebody the option, you know, if there's somebody you experience trauma with, that you don't want to talk to, it's so okay. You just let me know. But more, I I think it's only happened once where somebody said they didn't want to talk to them. But this information that's coming through from this person in spirit, first of all, they're acknowledging how they treated, how they made that person feel. They're acknowledging the the abuse and the pain and and how they set this person up for life with all of these horrible feelings and imprints, right? It's so huge for this person in front of me to feel this, they feel seen and heard for the first time, right? And then this person in spirit is apologizing. And then they're showing me how they were raised as a child. And and this family pattern of abuse goes back in generations and generations. And so many times this person that is apologizing, they're acknowledging my sitter in front of me with such pride and admiration and love because the person in front of me was at a place in their involvement, involvement, their, their growth, where they have been able to break that family pattern. And they're acknowledging this. And that is just enormous. And so when you're talking about the experiences that go back in family DNA, when you're talking about experiences, Jason, that go back to past lives and how this increase in frequency and vibration is really bringing us all to a place of recognizing from a higher perspective, being able to see with the spiritual lens where that then helps develop this compassionate mindset and this compassionate heart set where, yes, it was horrible what happened. It does, it does, it, there's no excuse, period, right? But there's this compassionate perspective where it's like, okay, I get it now. And to be able to experience that with somebody in front of me is enormous. And it's like you, Jason, experiencing this with somebody in your own practice where they're in deep hypnosis bringing through this information. And you too, Susan, with your your readings and your ability to see and sense energy and, and watching all of this from a much bigger perspective, but able to tie it into, like you said earlier, our individual experiences. It's just beautiful. I, I love what you're saying about Jeffrey with, you know, that what you experience there, what's really interesting about that, and that, and I understand that you work at a soul level with people who've passed over, but, uh, you know, in between the passing, the, the, the person who was alive and the soul, what, what I've found, I don't, I don't know if you've, 
somehow this works in there, but it's like, it's like the person on the other side is actually getting a healing. Also, they're raising themselves Absolutely. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I was hearing when you were. Yeah. And, and so the healing is not only happening with my sitter in front of me, but it's happening with the person in spirit. And yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's really a way like energetically, I see these two starting to balance out in a way that was not even close to being close to even, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, when you've got somebody that's, that's, is, is now seeing life from everybody's perspective and they're feeling how they made everybody feel in life, you know? Yes. There's a whole new aha that happens over there. That is, is essentially when I, when I work one-on-one and I see an energy, if a situation comes up, what I'll do is I will, from, I, I work from a 5D standpoint, which is similar to working from soul, but, but I basically will be able to feel the feelings of the various parties and explain them and interpret that way. So it's interesting how these mechanisms, there's very, there's a lot of commonalities between the ways that each of us works but then there's also differences. And I just think it speaks to, you know, it's going to take many skill sets, right? As we start to have these abilities come online, like you said, Jason, it's it's going to be something new. A lot of us, you know, have had like, you know, training wheels and then really worked with it. And But a lot of people are going to have training wheels on and are going to require skill sets for yeah. how do I deal with this now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, I talk about that a lot just because you know, the generations that are coming in now are already higher levels and vibrations and frequencies. Children are fully aware of their past lives. Children are fully activated with their abilities. And I've had clients where, you know, <laughs> they have open dialogue where you know, I had this lady who had a three-year-old that was highly awake, remembered picking out her family and, and choosing her as the mother. But it was this new level of guilt that happened where she was like three and the mother was chastising her for doing something. And she turned around and said to her mother, you know, you are my second choice as my mommy. And <laughs> so it was like, we were like in this whole new paradigm of guilt, I guess, for one one example. But to have, even have that conversation and have it make sense is just, you know, 30 years ago, you would probably think, you know, what's wrong with my kid? But the mother's, you know, she was like, okay, well, you told me. But, <laughs> but I think we do have, we're getting to a point where we need to have education support. And... Like ADHD is not a mental illness. It's the new vibration and frequency. And our answer, well, society's answer is to drug. Medicate it. And that's the higher self constantly says that's the worst possible thing you can be doing to people because this is where we're going. They're at working and functioning at a higher rate. They understand things more quickly. It's not that they're hyperactive. It's they just get it and they, they're ready to move on into something else. So yeah, I just, I think that there is an imperative that we, we need to have like support and education, especially for the newer generations that are coming in. But granted, they're also aware of their 5D infinite nature. So the question is, who needs the training, I guess. <laughs> it's, it's funny, the, the experience you described of the three-year-old, I, I call that energy warping through the dimensions, you know, cause she's got the higher connection and then suddenly she's in this denser reality. And now it just comes out as something that in this reality is, could be offensive or offending or hurt, hurt feelings. And, you know, of course it depends on right, how awake or how capable is the mother of not taking it personally and understanding her kids turned on and, you know, like has a, has this memory. <laughs> and and when you have those abilities and then you, and then that happens yeah it's interesting the what can happen with that huh <laughs> yeah i also want to just kind of comment i i think another because jeffrey called it the aha moment i think there's an aha aha to it that you know we plan out our lifetimes 
which is a hard hard to accept, especially when it's a lifetime of trauma and you're the target of that trauma. You know, I've had I've had the experience with clients where they were killed or murdered in their lifetime, and then <clears throat> they get to the spirit side, and their murder ended up being a brother in a past lifetime, and they come back together, and he says, you, you know, I really played a good good bad guy, didn't I? I did my job well. So it's almost like we see it as as trauma, but if we had this awareness that we're just, you know living out the balance and the harmony again it's so much harder to see it in the moment and even with dolores cannon's daughter and i've said this on a couple shows that she found out that through a, a and i won't go on the whole story that she was murdered in san francisco in the early 1900s and she was a news reporter and then in her current lifetime her biological brother was her murderer in that past life and part of their karmic contract or the balance is that he has to be his, her, his, her sister and his wife was actually another one of his victims. So it's. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I, I should, I should say, and this is always very important that they will your higher selves and spirit teams and everything else will never reveal anything that will interrupt your life pattern. So, you know, <laughs> I don't want people to think, Oh, is my mother a murderer in past life? It was just the nature of the canon, you know, canon family and past life aggression. It was something that they felt Julia, the daughter and Dolores could handle knowing that there was a murderer in the family, quote unquote. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You guys, this has been such amazing conversation. I mean, it really has. Um, you know, and we have a question here. Ginger Faye had a question here. And Susan, maybe you might be able to answer this. Does this also have something to do with the pole shift? I actually, that's in my video from today on the on the. Is it really? Phenomena, it actually is. It's one of the things I was intimating. But essentially, it's fascinating because, because there's a correlation between iron, you know, moves from within the core of the planet. And it generates, that's the, that's how magnetism is generated. That's a source of magnetism. And, and so it's fascinating that the geomagnetic pole shift is, is occurring. And essentially, it's, it's also fascinating because the pole shift is going from essentially above, you know, Canada, north in Canada, and then going, it's going to go, it's estimated, it, it's going to go past the North Pole on, on the west side from the perspective of the United States looking up. And then it sort of aims towards Russia, not only Russia, but Tomsk, you know, if the map that I've looked at, if the maps I've looked at are correct. And so it just, you know, it was one of the things, the other thing, is, which is, generated in this process happens to go across the globe it, from the Atlantic, say by around the, by Britain mm -hmm. and that side of Europe. And then it goes across the land and actually goes across Russia is one of the areas that, you know, according to the maps that I looked at, gets a lot of that heat again, where the space observing system is located, but also the Italian Schumann charts, which have been showing large spikes and, and scientifically, there's been a relationship between right heat and spikes in the Schumann as well. That's another planet Schumann connection. And ethical skeptic on Twitter is the one that brought this to my attention. He did he did an amazing article on it that I quoted from. So yeah, give him credit for that. That's where I found it. Right. Yeah. So yes, is the answer. I, I it appears to be the case. Okay. I don't know that there's a scientific paper on it, but that linking all that together. It looks interesting. Fascinating. So we have any with our questions. I will add that part of this <laughs> pole shift, there is, a, as everything has a reason and a purpose, the Antarctica actually way, way, way back when was a beautiful advanced civilization. So the, the ways in which things are coming to light is actually going to be an enormous advancement for us in so many ways. And for it, yeah, I'll just say, I'll put it 
<laughs> That's a whole other four hours. <laughs> yes, there are, there's so much we could talk about. There's so many direction. There are so many directions to go within these conversations. And I just love it. I just, I love it. I love that we can have these conversations freely and openly and, and be able to recognize all of these little pinpoints of connection, you know, it's, it's so cool. Okay. You know what? Somebody had a question here. Somebody wondered, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, here we go. Let's see. What does JR say? I've wondered when you instantly don't care for someone, if that person was in a past life that caused a trauma or that, you know, their dark side. I think that that's a difficult question in the greater scheme of things. I think, I think the way the higher self would phrase it is everyone is a reflection of ourselves. So what in, what about that person you don't care for? <laughs> not to cut down the question. I mean, so it's basic parts, not, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's very, very well that you could have a sense of something going on with a person and that's why you have a repulsion. It could also be the opposite where I've had clients who they are, you know, spiritually connected on the other side. They love one another deeply and they decide to have a life without each other. And so their spiritual contract of not being together, it's like this attraction repulsion. So it could very well be that you do know this person, you love them very deeply on the spirit side, but in this lifetime, you weren't meant to come together. So there's a lot of scenarios that could play out with that too. That makes sense. Yeah. I would say also that you can develop the discernment to assess these things. And so just the fact that you, you're saying you instantly don't, if you instantly don't care for someone, well, you are picking up information and I'm guessing that there's a non-physical component to that. So if you look at, you know, how did I get that perception and then start breaking that down? This is the way, this is one of the ways that I learn to teach myself about energy and about processes. But, and, and then, you know, you can check in with your own higher, I would, how I would say it is higher soul source connected, higher self, you know, your spiritual guides, the highest light, for example, and you can learn to have a check-in process to say, okay, did I know this person a past life? Yes or no. You know, have I been in trauma with this person in the past? Yes or no. You know, there are ways, you know, body kinesiology, I'm sure both of you are really familiar with this, where you can bypass thoughts and emotions and go straight to spirit through you, right? Divine will through you, giving you an answer. And that's where it gets really interesting, you know, because then you, you're empowering yourself by doing that. And that's part of the work of the spiritual warrior, right? how do I, how am I perceiving this? Is it feeling? Is it thought? Is it information? I somehow just know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Thank you so much, you guys. We are already at, we're at, we're at an hour. I mean, I'm sorry, you guys, we didn't even get to readings this week. Next week, I promise we'll get to some readings. Next week, we have Cheryl Murphy with us. Cheryl Murphy is an incredible psychic medium, animal communicator. She's, she's beautiful. You guys are going to love her. But for today, Jason, Susan, thank you so much for being here. This has been such a fascinating conversation, and I'm so honored to be having it with you two together, especially after what, what we experienced last weekend. It's just so timely, and, and we all need to know a little bit more and come together and understanding this. I love it. Thank you so much for the opportunity, Jeffrey and Jason. You know, this it was just magical to come yeah. to the way we came together. So thank you. Yeah. yeah, it was. Um, Thank you. It, it really was. And you know what? I just wanted to ask, somebody asked a while back, Jason, mm -hmm. uh, Keith, Keith Fletcher asked, do you do past life reading on Zoom or just in person? Only in person. The short answer is it's it can be very eventful in lifetimes and technology can sometimes give out. And if you're in a lifetime that isn't so pleasant, there, it wouldn't be a good scenario. So that's why <laughs> being in person is best. Yes. Okay. Well, you guys, well, reach out to Jason at Discover Your Light, his YouTube channel. Susan is Susan at Susan Inspired. She has a channel. 
be sure and subscribe to everybody so we can all keep in touch. And again, thank you everybody for being here and we'll see you next Friday, 4.30 Pacific. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you again for listening to the Something Super Spiritual Podcast. If you know someone who would enjoy this episode, please do share it with a friend. For show notes, links, and to purchase a mediumship reading, my website is somethingsuperspiritual.com. You can also easily subscribe and follow the show on your favorite app, sign up for my newsletter for bonus content, and to keep the conversation going, you can easily join the Facebook community. It's all right there at the website, somethingsuperspiritual.com. Signing off for now, namaste. Namaste.